right, here we go. Take it away, Chief. Okay, oh, let me press this little got it button. Okay, so yeah, like I was saying, basically, you know, uh, when it comes to me personally, being disabled, like I said, I'm super openly disabled. Anything that I want to talk about, if I bring it up, don't feel any type of way asking any questions. If I bring it up, it's out there. It's free to ask any questions. Like I said, like when it comes to disability in general, my whole thing is I want people to ask questions. I want people to be curious and I want to be the person that could break things down for people or you know, explain things to people or just in general, have a conversation. And, you know, I'm, I'll go into it a little bit. Like I said, I am going to um, discuss it on my YouTube and I'm going to bring it up on Insta very shortly. But I have been dealing with that little personal health issue that um, it's been emotional more so rather than just like trying to get through it and, you know, making jokes about it. It's more on the emotional side right now. But it's really going from having a normal, in quotations, disabled life to having a more, I don't even know how to describe it. Okay, let me just start from the beginning. So basically, um, I have to have a catheter 24-7 now. And it's kind of weird for me to talk about. As you can see, it's hard for me to kind of get it out <laughs> because it is kind of, I'm shy about it. I'm a little awkward about it but I don't want to be, and I want to be comfortable about it. And I feel like the only way for me to do that is to talk about it and bring it up and literally talk to people about it. And when I do that, other people feel comfortable coming like out of the, what is that called? Like out of the rugs or whatever. Out of the what yeah. Out of the woodworks. Yeah. Cause like even a couple of people that I've like somewhat talked to that I'm kind of close with, I brought it up. I'm, they're like, hey, you know, you've been kind of quiet lately. What's going on? You know, I haven't been posting as much. I've been, you know, kind of like just distant from people. And it is because of, you know, that health issue. I don't know really how to talk about it. I don't really know what to do like with it other than just kind of go with it. And for me, being open about it is so much easier than just being quiet and just kind of dealing with it alone, you know, so I don't know. It just feels a lot better. Even just like saying it's you. I just, it feels a lot better just like having that off my chest. I don't know why, but it has been tough, but I am, I am moving forward from it. And to add a positive note to it, it is, well, I was going to say it is on the ups, but it's just where it is now, you know, like I'm healthier now. I'm not in and out of the ER. Like I was, I was in and out of the hospital at least like four times, I think in one month, which is like crazy to me. I'd never go to the hospital. So like, that's crazy. Um, and I was dealing with a lot with that and the kidney infection on top of it. So it was just a whole bunch of craziness, you know, um, it got to the point where I actually took a pain pill, which is crazy for me. Cause I do not, I don't mess with pain pills and stuff. So like, it's just been an adjustment, you know, but I'm here now and it's about two months, two, two and a half months later. And we're just going with it and as of now I can kind of joke about it and I'm not just like shy about it but like I said I'm so a little awkward about it but we're good you know but yeah that's like my biggest thing is being openly disabled talking about things making sure that the world knows that people with disabilities we're not scary people we're not monsters you don't have to be shy to talk to us like I said if you have questions 
there's a way to go about asking questions. You don't just go up to somebody and be like, what happened to you? You know, yeah. you'd be like, hey, what's up? You know, what's your name? Introduce yourself. Get into talking a little bit. And honestly, a lot of the times people with the disabilities will bring it up just to get it out the way because we already know you guys are thinking about it. <laughs> mm. You know, like it's just one of those things. But yeah, it's really nothing scary to like, well, it is scary to encounter. I feel like encountering people with disabilities because if you haven't been around them, it is kind of, it's something different. It's something that you've never been around. So anything like that, it, I could see how people could get nervous and stuff. But normalizing people with disabilities, normalizing just seeing a roller out there in general and just being like, oh, okay, cool. That's normal. That's what, that's my goal in life. Instead of, you know, seeing a roller and being like, oh, wow, there's actually disabled people in this world for real. Like, that's just so weird to me, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know if all that made sense, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, you crack on. I appreciate appreciate your perspective, you know, and your and your, yeah. your life story, you know? And it, it's funny because it's like um, we're all ignorant, you know, but it's like we all like to be ignorant. You know, it's like, guys, you know, you can just pull your head out of the sand and everyone's just like, it's warm in here. You're like, Literally. <laughs> guys, you can't see shit. Like, just fucking right. pull your head out, you know? And it's, uh, <laughs> I think we need to praise, especially in kids, right? I think we need to praise inquisitive yeah. minds of like, oh, hey, how are you? First of yeah. all, I, do you mind if I ask why you why you sat down all the time? Yeah. You're like, oh, here you go. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known if I didn't ask the question, right? Rather than just like, uh -huh. oh no, look at this person, can't see. Like, it's literally a person sat down. Literally. Like you go and get a coffee and sit the fuck down. Yeah, That's just a person It's sat funny down. you say that too, because kids in general, they're so like innocent and like they, like unless they're taught something, like I feel like they're just going to go up to you and just be normal, whether yeah. you like, they know what's going on or not. Because I work um, at a hotel front desk, at, and just the other day, there's there's always people in my hotel, like always in and out, yada yada. Um, but there was this one specific, it was like three little kids. But this one kid, he came up like back and forth from my desk, asking for pens for him and his siblings, their coloring or whatever. And it was like the third time he comes up to the desk, he's just like, "I just want to ask you something." And then I was like, "Okay, wh what's up?" He's like, "Do you have any Hot Wheel cars?" And I'm like nah we don't have any hot wheel cars he's like oh well because your chair reminds me of a hot wheel car because it's like it's like hot wheels you know and i'm just like in my head i'm just like what the like this little kid he's over there like instead of thinking like oh what's wrong with her why is she in a wheelchair like this like yada yada that he's he's over there literally thinking dang that reminds me of a hot wheels car <laughs> like that's what so like come on i like that you know that's what we need i like For that for sure. Like we need to be able to, I think comedy, comedy holds attention, but it also like, it, it's so valuable in, in society, right? Cause it pulls yeah. people out of their own heads, you know, even just something sprinkle and sprinkled in, like, I know probably the kid didn't think about it as, as sprinkling a bit of comedic humor in there, but <laughs> it was just like, Oh, it reminds me of a Hot Wheels cat. Rather Literally. than just be like, Oh, you see me rolling. You're like, well, yeah. prob probably yeah miss time that one you know it's, yeah it pulls people out of their heads and it's like oh okay we can joke about this and move the fuck on and get on yeah. with life you're like yes it doesn't have to be this 
you know, purple elephant in the in the corner of the room. You know, exactly. don't think about the purple elephant and everybody's thinking about it. It's like, right, listen, let's just make a joke. You know, say I look like a ghost because I'm so white, blonde, whatever. Just make a joke out of it. Move forward. You know, it's like we've all got our own little thing. Right. And unfortunately, we're still in this time where it's like you might have somebody who's short stature. Right. Or has dwarfism, or maybe they're wheelchair bound, or maybe they're mm -hmm. hard of hearing, or, or visually impaired, or whatever the fuck it is, right? You're just like, mm -hmm. oh, oh look, look at this thing. You're like, what do you mean this thing? You mean the person, the the yeah. the, the human being? I was like, can you can you slam dunk? Yeah, and the the person right next to you, you don't even have like you won't even know it. They could have an invisible disability, and yeah. you, like. You could be the most ablest person in the planet. And like, what if that person is your best friend and they just never told you like how you just said, like they're hard of hearing. You'll never know that unless they have a hearing aid or they tell you Yeah. like, so that's crazy to me. Cause some people like really, when they find out like stuff like that, they'll stop talking to people or they'll start acting weird once they find out like, Oh, they're different. And it doesn't just have to be a disability. You know, it could literally be anything. It's yeah. just interesting how people work. I think we are in an interesting time, though, with the um, development of like neurodivergence, right? And being yeah. able to identify uh, at a younger yeah. age. And I can kind of relate that back to the sport realm because it's it's the one I got a little bit more of a, an experience in. Because most of our, us, the sport kids, are not academically gifted, put it that way. Yeah. So we just spend a lot of time lifting and shifting and throwing balls and running after it and chasing eggs, you know. But if you look at those kids, especially now when I ended up when I end up coaching them, it's like, okay, guys, well, you might be a little bit more gifted physically, right? Yeah. But in terms of academics, in terms of cognitive ability, maybe we're not up to average, you know? Mm -hmm. So there you can highlight somebody physically. You'd be like, listen, look, there's the difference. You might be able to do this, but you also not necessarily can do that. And then you, you can flip it the other way around. It's like, well, this person might be, you know, real friggin smart but then physically can't do anything you you can you yeah can they highlight just seem to them. be given the right chance like everybody has their own see that's the thing like i totally agree with that too and sometimes i feel like if given the right opportunity you could have brains and you can have the was it the brains and the bronze Wrong, right yeah. bronze yeah so, like, given anybody given the chance, they got this. Hundred percent. We've all got our own little niche. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all got our we've all got our own thing, right? And we should all yeah. have the opportunity to do our thing. You know, some yeah. people are funny. Some people are, you know, gifted at the game of basketball. Other people are just, people fucking just need wicked to be smart. feeling comfortable enough to be able to do that. Mm. So, how do we do you that? Know? How do we allow people? Or, I don't want to say make, but how do we? I know, like that's like make them act right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome to do shit. You're like, ah, maybe that's not the right way. But uh, no, for real. how do we go about it? I Chief? think about this all the time. Like, like I said, even just past like everything we've talked about, there's so many things, like just in general, that are weird. How people act and like what people do, and like how people feel or make people feel. You know, like I think just like well me personally I'm like a very vibey and energy type person so I feel like if everybody kind of went into situations 
more on a positive note or more on like a more level-headed note rather than like a more um what is it called when somebody like quick to action you know like rather than being um oh it's a word I'm kind of quick on the trigger yeah yeah like rather than just like doing that instead of thinking like me personally I'm that way like sometimes like I've had to work on that a lot like that's actually one of my toxic traits I had to work on because I'm very like if something bothers me I'm very like bah. like I'll let you know if it's bothering me and I'll let you know right then and there like no filter like this is what you're bothering me about but maybe sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad you know so like it's very hard to answer that question because it all depends on like the group of people you're with the person you're talking to the like vibe you're in the like scenery you're in you know mm. it's 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 difficult but like i said i feel like if everybody kind of had more of like a level head rather than just everybody being so defensive these days i think that's a big thing everybody's so defensive because not that it's a bad thing but i feel like the world is a lot more vocal so now i feel like a lot of people are more shy to express themselves and if they do they get shut down you know? Yeah, yeah. I, so I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that a lot. It's like um, the world's a little bit more vocal, but nobody's saying anything. We're just shouting. Yeah, yeah. Because now everybody's scared. Because we got the people that are vocal and crazy vocal, but like yeah. only they want their way. And if it's not their way, then that's it. But then we also got the people that are vocal that don't stand up to other people. You know, and then we got the people that just don't say anything. Mm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting circle that we run into. <laughs> yeah, like people people are hitting this weird spot, I think. And I think, you know, don't get me wrong, I think technology is unbelievable. That's how we're connecting right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's creating this really weird social effect. And I, I work yeah. with people all the time, right? I got to coach them. I got to interact with them all the time. You know, that's my thing. Soft skills uh-huh. for me is basically how I pay my bills. You know, so I see it and I, I have to pay attention. I have to pay attention to how people interact and then adapt the way I then express myself to give right. them what they want at the end of the day, help these individuals. And you just see them in the fucking street. And it's like everybody's walking around like with this hostility baggage. You know, it's like they want to walk through you. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What, what happened like to Nobody you? even looks up from their phone to say hello anymore. No, man. And if you look at somebody, you know, you want to, give them a little wave or hi how are you doing they're always like what the fuck are you looking at i was like well you for one right (laughs) like i was gonna tell you your jacket's cool buddy but never mind (laughs) okay now you can just go fuck yourself yeah Yeah, it's strange like uh, i i don't i don't know the the root cause of it you know somebody a lot smarter than i am can probably figure this out but i just think we need to be aware of it and i think a lot of people aren't you know, they just cruise they through just life pissed. Right? Or the two. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, sir? Oh, I said, or they choose to ignore it. Or they choose to ignore it, yeah, which is like mm-hmm. arrogant ignorance, right? And you're like, yeah. that's destructive. And I think as a as a as yeah. a human being. Yeah. For sure. Fucking hard, man. Maybe maybe we should have the power and be able to create laws and stuff and fix this thing out but also i would not want that responsibility honestly that's very brilliant you say that because i feel like 
it might have started that way with good people. But exactly like you just said, the stress of it, it just turned into, damn, like, do I really want that control? Do I really want people yelling at me for making all the decisions, even if it was a decision, the decision that they wanted? It didn't come out how they wanted because you could be the decision maker. People could vote for whatever decision you make. You could choose the vote that people voted and they'll still be mad about it because something won't be how they expected it to be. Nothing could ever be perfect. And that's kind of what's sad. Because no matter what, there's always going to be that one person that isn't happy and they're always going to try to find other people to be unhappy with them or make other people unhappy. That's what stinks. Yep. And they'll, uh, they'll wait for somebody in a in a chair wearing a wig to pass a bill and they'll probably <laughs> say it was 98% good and 2% bad and they'll focus on the 2%. <laughs> or they could just get up in the morning and actually create the fucking change that they want to see. But okay. But uh, hey, that sounds like hard work to me. And, uh, you know, why would anybody want to do that? See, it would only be hard work in the beginning just to get things going. Yeah. But people don't understand once you get things going, like it's so easy. Like get everybody on the same page. Stop. Everybody needs to stop being so selfish. Like, why is it so hard to make the world easier? Like, why do people hate that so much? Mm. And that just makes you wonder, like, why are they making it so difficult? Is it because if they did do that, like, would they lose control? Mm. No. Like if all the people had a say in things and we they actually did start listening to us and letting people into like, say, like, well, you guys don't have like Congress or anything right over there. No, not, like, in, not in Britain, we no. have Parliament. Yeah, well, basically it's the same idea. Put somebody in power that is genuine, that genuinely cares, that genuinely has dealt with something that is like, well, I don't want to say traumatic, but like it just makes them have a heart, you know, mm. like I'm so tired of all these like like the politicians here are just disgusting people like they are horrible. I don't like them like I <laughs> I don't even like to vote because I don't know who to vote for. Like that's the mm. thing. But if you don't vote, then all the people that vote will choose the bad person and then you're just stuck. And either way, it's, it's just like a roller coaster or not a roller coaster a merry-go-round like you try to do what you need to do but like we said if the people in power are not good people what are we doing where are we going and yeah, i say I... that too i'm like very like on that one because we have a lot of people in power for disability things that don't even have a disability for one and they make decisions in an able-bodied mindset so, like, yeah. there's a lot of things that are set for people with disabilities that doesn't make any sense. And it drives me crazy. Because I'm just like, can I just, please, like, just talk to me. Like, can I just tell you that's crazy and doesn't work? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, like, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, it works. You can just walk up the stairs. And you're like, did you just listen to what the fuck just came out of your mouth? Literally. literally. I'm in a chair, dude. Do you want me to expect me to, oh, yeah, let me just cure myself for, like, 30 seconds and walk up for these real? two flights of stairs. Fucking crazy man it's because they see one person in a wheelchair dragging themselves up the stairs dragging their chair and they think all of us could do that why would anybody want to do that in the first place mm. that's like horrible then you get your pants all ruined <laughs> it'd be like we're gonna take out stairs and escalators and we're gonna <laughs> have uh, a fireman's pole or a rope and expect everybody to just pull themselves oh up to the gosh. next level people would kick off they're like 
oh no, they want to be lazy, they want to get the escalators and shit, or the lifts. And I'm like, well, that's what you that's what you're telling other folk to do. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, it's strange. You know, I, I like the idea of I don't know where they have it. I think it's in Paris or something. They have the stairs that close and then turn into a lift. It's like really, really cool. Oh wow. Yeah. It's like a whole thing where like there's like seven stairs and they're like regular, like you know what stairs look like. Just think yeah. of stairs. And then they literally like all go, you know how bleachers close? They close yeah. like bleacher. And it literally just turns like underneath is a flat um thing for you. You just roll into the chair and the walls come up around you. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. See that? They tried, they did it, and what's the harm? Nothing. Now it's all accessible. Wow. Crazy. Who would have wow. thought? I think for me it's the it's the inability to not ask the question, right? I don't get that, right? Maybe it's because I've kind of been blessed with a very dumb brain, but it's like, well, if I don't know something, right? And I like, for example, I don't know what it's like to live in a wheelchair. Yeah. Right? I don't know what that's like. I could sit down and like try and imitate it. it. <laughs> you know, I could research yeah. about it. I could read a book. I could freaking go about my life in a wheelchair. Yeah, great. But mm-hmm. also I can move my legs, right? right. So- I don't know what that's like. You can lift your arms above your head. You could twist your body around. Like, Bingo. So there's lots of things that people don't they take it, for granted. <laughs> exactly. And what I would say is, why don't we ask somebody who lives their life that way? Yeah. You know, I don't know what it's like being loaded. I don't know what it's like being a lady. I don't know what it's like and being it's African okay American. To say that. Fucking ask like, the question. You know. I think people be embarrassed if they don't know, but it's just like, how would you know? Yeah, I think it comes from that prejudice, right? It's like, oh, these people only need X, Y, Z. You're like, yeah. these people? You mean human beings? Oh, my gosh. I have a story for you. Cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so literally, it's like a thing in my life that people just call me wheelchair, okay? okay. So we're like, oh, the wheelchair over there or that wheelchair girl, okay? There is this one moment that I will never forget in my life. I was going to my best friend's house. So I live in New York. She lives in Maine. Um, I don't know. Do you know where, like, the difference where Close, that right? is? Not really. Oh. It's, like, 12 hours Jesus. difference. I think. Yeah. So it was, like, yeah, it was, like, a travel. So basically, she moved from Maine to Pennsylvania, which now from Buffalo, where I live, is two hours, maybe, like, three and a half. Okay? Sure. So... I take a Greyhound because I'm like, oh my God, my best friend doesn't live 12 hours away anymore. She's only like three and a half hours away, two hours maybe. So I get, the Greyhound is just like the bus that takes you all over, probably all over like the world. It could probably go everywhere. I don't know. But I took it from Buffalo to Pennsylvania and it was the worst experience of my life because I get on there. I was so confident and proud of myself because I had like was being all independent. I went on the bus by myself. I went to the station by myself, got my own little lunch by myself. Like, I felt like a whole adult, okay? And I get on the bus, and being a wheelchair user, you have to take up um, two seats, sometimes four seats, like, because they got to put them down, you know? Mm. But, like, we still pay for our ticket, and I'm sure our tickets might be a little more expensive, because usually that's what it is. Like, successful things are usually more expensive. But that doesn't matter. Either way, I paid for my ticket, and I got my seat. So, mm. no matter what, the bus, well... We'll talk about the situation, whether the bus did the right thing or not at the end. 
But long story short, I'm on the bus in my seat, already tied up and everything. Like the guy already did everything. Everybody else is on the bus. We're literally ready to go. And these last little stragglers come, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if they were like, you know how you could buy your ticket right then and there if somebody like cancels or something. So I wonder if it was like a situation like that because they just hopped on. And then they immediately started like, they were just like screaming, cussing, like mad at me. First of all, let me just express that. They're mad at me because they get on and see that I'm in my seat. And I guess they had one of my seats that must have been folded down somehow. Like this is what I'm thinking in my head because they go, oh, that fucking wheelchair over there is in my spot. Like, and I'm just like, wait, I'm not the only wheelchair on here. So I know they're talking about me. They're like, yeah, that wheelchair girl, like she's in our spot. Why are they letting her on there? She needs to get off. She's taking up four seats. I think it was only two seats. They folded them down or whatever. So I'm just sitting there like, bro, I paid for this seat. Like, it's not like I just like came on here and they were just like, oh yeah, like, you know, like I deserve to be here. I paid mm. for this. Like I'm allowed to go and visit my friend without having the hassle of that. And the fact that you're going to be rude and not even say, hey, um, you know, like, let's talk about this or something. Come up to me and maybe I had the wrong seats or something, you know, but like, I couldn't have because the guy put me in the seat. You know, it was just this confusing situation. But just to be put in that situation just because I'm disabled and somebody has the audacity to not have any type of respect or honestly just like caring for somebody else's feelings. So that was mad embarrassing because like I said, the bus was full and nobody stood up for me either. Like nobody was like, yo, watch your mouth. Like she called me a fucking wheelchair bitch like at least five times. I'm not even kidding. And it was like to the point where they were saying like they wanted to like fight me. It was weird. Like they wanted to like kick me off the bus. It was weird. And I texted my boyfriend right away. I was like, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but it's just like situations like that. Yeah. It's just uncalled for, unneeded. And and not for nothing, girl, you wasn't even supposed to be there. So <laughs> like come on. Come on, man. But that that's not bus like that bus mm-hmm. driver's got to stand up and be like, you know what? Get the fuck Nobody off this did. bus. Like, those, nope. these two these two people are coming at the end. Just shut the fuck up and off you go. No, he ended up just telling them to sit down. And the whole ride, I kept hearing them whisper about, I swear to God, the whole ride, like I said, it was like three and a half hours. I heard wheelchair at least 20 times on that bus. So I know they were talking about me the whole time. Yeah, like, it's just insane. It's it's bystanders, isn't it, man? That's a, a, a yeah. that branches off to a really fascinating and scary point of like you know the 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 strength is in the pack, you know the collection of people. Yeah. We we hold the power of trying to uphold peace and being you know half decent human beings for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. and that means well if something that goes down that probably shouldn't have go down, open your damn mouth, stand up what off your it? fucking ass. And do something about it, you know, rather than, oh, it, it's not happening to they me. Die, so. just not my issue. <laughs> not my issue. Yeah, you're like, you put it as a person, man. And also, it will become your issue because you're accepting that behavior. Yep. You know? Yeah. Not for nothing. I have literally spoken up in so many situations, fully prepared to get myself punched in the face and I can't defend myself mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't do that. It's like, if you're disrespecting somebody in front of me, I know I can't fight, but I'm still going to say something. <laughs> I don't like that, especially because I know how it feels. Like, so I was really sitting there and I was literally looking, like I looked to the next to me 
And the people were looking at me. So when I looked next to me, they were like this, right? Like, right? Yeah. Like, what? Don't look at me if you're not going to help me. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. want to observe like it's a movie, right? It's like they say yeah. no movie, motherfuckers. They didn't record it. Like, that's so interesting. Oh, man, that's that's a pet peeve of mine, man. You know, if there's, if there's something going down, someone's getting their head kicked in I or know. whatever. Oh, I'm going to stick my phone out. How about you go get your phone and call somebody to help, though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. You know, you unlocked your phone to get your camera out. How about you just click that 911 or 999, yeah. whatever the fuck it is for people and just, you know, yo, somebody's getting their head caved in. You might not, you might not even want to get into that physical location. That's okay. That's fine. Not everybody yeah. is, is, is that you gifted. You don't even have to tell the cops your name either. No, just say, look, there's a fight. Come get it. <laughs> probably not the right thing to happen on the street. Somebody's getting curb stomped. I would come clean this mm-hmm. up maybe because it's, your job right (laughs) go do something people are hard people are hard but i got three questions yeah what's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received oh (laughs) jeez jugged you in it greatest piece of life advice (laughs) honestly i'll just be like 100% honest with you i haven't had like the best adult figures to look up to in my life so i feel like i haven't gotten much advice in my life but from the few people that are older and wiser and what that i do talked about my issues with i feel like out of all people i would take what my dad said he told me something when i was really little you know just i feel like i said this all you know the disabled thing whatever But just being disabled in general, right when I was little, my dad had always told me, he said, no matter what, no matter what your physical disabilities are, he said, you always have, well, I have to explain the two-leg system too, because he always started off with that. So we had this thing where we called the two-leg system. One leg is family. One leg is, um, I think the other one was family and, see, I don't remember it. Anyway, long story short, you have two legs, right? One is family, you always got your family, and the other one was supposed to be like life experiences or whatever. So basically he said, no matter what life experiences you go through, you always have your family for one. So like if you're ever feeling alone, if you're ever feeling like you have nowhere to go, if you're just lost in general, just before turning to any type of like, you know, going into the depression or whatever always reach out to somebody in your family that you feel close to because in your worst times and you're feeling your loneliest you always have somebody even if you think you don't so that always stuck with me for one because um I feel like my sister is that person so I would always like text my my sister because she's like my little baby sister you know so like I don't know that's my girl you know so that was one thing that stuck with me no matter what don't feel alone because there always is that one person even if you don't know it, there's always somebody out there that loves you more than you love yourself. So just always remember that because I have a lot of like mental issues myself. So I like to remember that, you know, because loneliness, man, that's a, it's a deep thing. And then I feel like the second piece of advice would just be being yourself, not letting, you know, my disability affect me, not letting, you know, my issues growing up with like, 
not having like a mom in general, like be there. That was a big issue. So I had a lot of issues with like making relationships with people like in a healthy way. So I feel like instead of letting people walk all over me and make me feel like, you know, I'm not good enough because I have limitations. I feel like because he told me not to let that break me down. Now I just feel like I'm very strong. I just feel like I'm very like, I could brush things off my shoulder really easy. You know, somebody could literally straight up, well, this has happened. People have literally like straight up called me like an ugly cripple. Like they've literally have told me like back when I like weighed, I want to say I weighed almost like 300 pounds. I had like issues with like weight and stuff. They say that I was disabled because I was fat. Like nobody was going to love me. Even like my parents didn't want me, you know, shit like that. So like no matter what people would say, I feel like I just came out stronger because I always knew I was like, no matter what, don't let them tear you down because I know who I am. I was like, I'm strong. I love people. Even if people are nasty and rude, like I literally love people no matter what. And I feel like that is the best advice you can go about with having anything. Because if you think of life and people in a positive way, honestly, you literally will. I feel like, have a more positive outcome to anything so just like remember who you are don't take people's shit don't let people stomp on you roll on over you whatever like life is hard like there's gonna be I'm not gonna lie there's moments where people got me like you know it happens but no matter what remember who you are be strong don't let people change you just live life how you want to do it and people are gonna judge you and just know that they're gonna judge you and still do it. Who cares? Life is way too short, you know? So I feel like that's the best piece of advice that I like to also give to people. That's beautiful, man. Thank you so much. This has been a fucking privilege. Yeah, thank you. Thank this you. has been fun. I like it. We can always talk shit whenever you want, anytime. Yeah. You're always welcome. I know. I feel bad that I had to keep pushing it off. I'm sorry about that. But no, I'm glad no. we finally got to do this. Things happen, you know, life happens. Yeah, yeah. Mate, thank you. You enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll speak soon. Alrighty, you too. All right, mate. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs>